Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. Hi, my name is Allison M., and I am an addict. This is the Just for Today reading for February 16th, Faithful Feelings. When we refuse to accept the reality of today, we are denying faith in our higher power. This can only bring more suffering. IP number eight, just for today. Some days just aren't the way we wish they'd be. Our problems may be as simple as broken shoelace or having to stand in line at the supermarket. Or we may experience something far more serious, such as the loss of a job, a home, or a loved one. Either way, we often end up looking for a way to avoid our feelings instead of simply acknowledging that those feelings are painful. No one promises us that everything will go our way when we stop using. In fact, we can be sure that life will go on whether we're using or not. We will face good days and bad days, comfortable feelings and painful feelings, but we don't have to run away from them any longer. We can experience pain, grief, sadness, anger, frustration, all those feelings we once avoided with drugs. We find that we can get through these emotions clean. We won't die and the world won't come to an end just because we have uncomfortable feelings. We learn to trust that we can survive what each day brings. Just for today, I would demonstrate my trust in God by experiencing this day just as it is. In today's episode, we'll discuss just for today meditation with our returning guest, Karen M. Hey, Karen, welcome back to the Anonymous Podcast. Hi, Douglas. Hey, I'm glad you... uh, could take Thanks a few minutes to me. yeah. I'm glad you could take a few minutes to speak with us. So, Karen, can you tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings, and can you give your home group a shout out? Yes, my clean date is four one twenty eighteen. My home group is Wolf Packing, and it is in Raleigh, North Carolina. And I attend meetings in Raleigh, North Carolina, which is the capital area. So, come check us out. You know, and Wolfpacking is a really solid home group from what I hear. I hear it's it's usually on fire every every yeah. meeting. Okay. Yes, it is so good. And it's actually one of the only in-person meetings right now in Raleigh, which is like super cool. You know, everything with the pandemic is going on. It's just really important to have an in-person meeting. So, you know, if you're in Raleigh, North Carolina, and you need an in-person meeting, Wolfpacking is the meeting to be at every Friday at seven o'clock. Um, please come see us. We would love to have you there. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks, Karen. And so let's transition to the just for today. Can you share your thoughts on faithful feelings? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the just for today, faithful feelings, um, you know, this one really, really hit home for me. Um, basically I can relate to every single part of it. When we refuse to accept the reality of today, we are denying faith in our higher power. 
Um, this can only bring more suffering. I did not even really realize that, you know, refusing to accept the reality of today that I was denying the faith in my higher power, you know, um, that was like, wow. Like I read that and I just didn't even realize that that was what I was doing by, um, you know, not accepting the reality of today. So this just, every aspect of this just for today hit home with me. Um, so says um, some days just aren't the way we wish they would be. You know, our problems could be as simple as a broken shoelace. Um, so to me, it just says like small problems become big problems, um, you know, and usually whenever I'm really stressed or discontent, um, with life. Um, I don't have patience or I don't have gratitude. It's like, I'm not working spiritual principles. Um, and I really struggle sometimes a lot with patience and gratitude. Um, it's not something that I'm like proud to admit that I don't have gratitude, but it's just hard for me, um, to remain grateful. Um, and I'm just being honest with that because it's, it's just something I really struggle with and I do not have a lot of patience. (laughs) So um, if I'm waiting in line, if I'm driving, um, you know, if whatever the case may be, I'm just, I find myself being discontent a lot of times and it's with those two spiritual principles. So that's what the gist for today um, reminded me of when it talked about like little problems. Um, You know, it says too, we may experience something like loss of a job, um, you know, uh, or a loved one it could be something more serious it says either way we often end up looking for a way to avoid feelings instead of simply acknowledging those feelings are painful um and so it's talking about avoidance you know for me i do that a lot um i distract really myself um and and i take the focus off self and i focus on others so i'm avoiding um and it's like why why do I do that so much? I really have to ask myself, what am I avoiding? Why am I avoiding self? And why am I so focused on others? Um, and what's going on with them? Or what's wrong with them? Why am I fighting so much with a significant other or with a friend? Why am I trying to see the negatives? Um, that kind of thing. I really need to take a look inward and see why I'm discontent yet again. Um, and there's where that gratitude comes in. So I'm not working on gratitude. So I have to look at the spiritual principle. You know, it all kind of links together. So Karen, um, can I, let, let me jump in on that on that point right there because I, yeah. you know, and yeah, and 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 I'm and I'm relating to all of it. It's like, yeah, that's you know, that's right. If I find myself in a season of saying, hey, you know, such and such does this wrong, does that wrong such and such does, you know, this, or then it's like something minor, you know, like the example, the, the broken shoelace, but it could be something like, you know, whatever it is, you know, that's really minor. And on good spiritually fit days, it's like, oh, okay, that happens. Who cares? But then there's mm-hmm. some days it's like, damn, that just, you know, that set me off for like two hours. Right. You know, so, mm-hmm. so when we're, so when we're in a season, if we have some listeners who are, who are saying, look, that's kind of where I'm at, man. Like, that's how I'm feeling. Could you share, you know, okay. A couple things. One, how are you identifying that that's what's going on with you? Is it, is it, is it just something like you're feeling or are there some accountability things that you do with your sponsor, with your support group, close friends? Um, so, so mm-hmm. the first question is like, how are we identifying these things? And then the second thing is like, you know, what's the action item look like? You know, so, so what are we getting busy with doing once we have uh, identified those? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
So usually for me, um, I can tell just by my action. So, you know, if I'm kind of acting out on it immediately, like if my attitude is changing, if I'm grumpy or, you know, if it's even worse and I kind of like act out in a way where I lash out a little bit and I say something, make a comment to someone, which hopefully I don't, but sometimes I do. And I come outside of my mouth and I make a comment, you know, mm-hmm. um, I can notice it right away. And I'm like, oh man. And I take a step back and I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I acting like this? And that comes over time. Um, you know, right away when I first got clean, even up into a year, a year and a half clean, I might not even realize that I'm acting a certain way or, you know what I mean? Um, it took a lot of time um, just with experience in the program um, and working steps to really get to this point. I'm now at almost three years clean. So I have to give myself a break and just realize that a lot of these things, you know, the recognition is not going to come until time goes on and that's okay. Um, so first thing is, you know, whenever I realize it, you know, the acting out, it's either by like my attitude or I might make a snarky comment. And then I immediately try to just make an amends with that person, whether it be um, after a couple minutes, maybe an hour. And sometimes it may take me a couple of days, you know, mm-hmm. um, but I try not to wait too long just because, you know, I'm a pretty friendly person. I like to keep my friends. And to be honest, like, I just don't like confrontation. I don't like to have any issues with people. So I, the right thing to do is to just try to make a, an amends properly and, and promptly. Mm-hmm. And so, and so, you know, have you been on the other side to where you feel like, um, you know, Hey, such and such should probably make an amend to me really quick. Like they came at me, you know, sideways, I didn't respond and, and mm-hmm. such and such should, should make an amends because I know sometimes like when, when that seems to be the case, it, it's almost like, it's almost like, it's like, well, if they're not going to make an amends, maybe I got like free reign to, to, to say something a little bit mean toward them. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's almost mm-hmm. like that is if you're not going to acknowledge that, that you were wrong in this situation, just to mm-hmm. even the score out, maybe I could, you know, do something mm-hmm. like that. Do you get locked into that sometimes? Yeah. So for me, one of my uh, defects, you know, is I am passive aggressive. So I will do my little passive aggressive thing in a kind of funny way. I try to like mix it in with humor so I can act like it's okay. (laughs) So I'll make a passive aggressive comment and it's just like, act like I'm kidding. You know what I mean? But I really just am letting out how I feel because it was not squashed and so then I'll just be like oh it's all good da, 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 and just say my little passive aggressive comment to let them know that you know I know what they did or whatever the case you know um whether it be okay or not like I'm just gonna let them know how I feel either way so you know I'm working on it and some things I have a hard time letting go it's another defect I can hold on to some stuff whether I'm really mm-hmm. upset or not upset I may it's just takes me a while to kind of like I like to hold on to stuff you know oh, so. but you know what though like and you're transparent and that's and that's the the most hopeful thing about this all and, and like I want the listeners to know Karen and I you know we're friends and, and we, we have the same home group and so like I, I consistently you know hear you sharing like open and honest and and you know what, what like what's so hopeful is is like the reflection piece you know, it's, it's, it's not all, and it might be for like five seconds of saying, Hey, you know, outside of me, outside of me, outside of me, but then you always hit it back with here's, here's where I'm at. 
This is the process. Mm -hmm. This is what's going. And, and that gives me a lot of hope because you know what? We, we can, we can have these situations that hey, aren't fair, aren't just, you know, whatever it is, whatever it is, whatever it is outside of us. But until we look at ourselves, how are we responding? What are we doing about it? What's our perspective like? How can we recalibrate how we're acting? Mm -hmm. Like there's no change that happens, right? Mm -hmm. And so, and so look, that gives me a lot of hope that you're really quick to just get into, all right, where am I at with it? You mm -hmm. know, so, so good on you for that. And so, That's so Karen, awesome. look, we have some, um, I want to transition into this and, and let you speak to these folks. We have some folk who are, um, you know, in institutions right now and we, have, okay. there, there's like amazing counselors and technicians, you know, and all this stuff that are, that are taking the podcast and just playing it for them on their phones, you know? And okay. so, and so a big shout out to those people who are providing that service. And yeah, and if, you could, if you could speak to it, it, it really is, it's uplifting to know that. And so these, these, these residents who are about to to phase out of the treatment center and come into NA looking very different than ever before, mm -hmm. like Zoom meetings and hybrids and, you know, maybe a lot of folk aren't going out for coffee after the face-to-face -face because of everything. Mm. So could you speak to like, hey, this is how to set up a commitment each day. You know, mm -hmm. could you just speak to them? And then when, you, when you're finished with that, that'll round out the episode. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for allowing me to do that. I love that. Um, all right. Hey, guys, I am so excited for you guys um, to be getting out of your, you know, facilities that y'all have been in. I don't know how long you guys have been there, but this is like so exciting. I know y'all are so ready to be out and into the real world. Um, and you guys have just like accomplished the most, like the hardest thing ever. So that's amazing. Um, give yourself, you know, the biggest pat on the back and what I would say to you is you guys are coming into a very different world um, when it comes to NA, you know, Narcotics Anonymous is usually all meetings in person and right now it's all virtual. So this is like out of the amount of courage and willingness that you guys are going to have to be putting into your recovery is like, we've never seen anything like this. And so I just want to tell you, it is not going to be easy but it is always going to be worth it. And this is something that you guys have got to do no matter what. And it is going to be so worth it. But you have got to go to virtual meetings no matter what. You have to get a sponsor. Um, you have to get a network. And this is going to look different than it's ever looked before because we're used to going to every a meeting every single day in person in multiple meetings a day. But right now we may not have that option. So the first thing that you have to do is you have to look at the online website for your meeting list and you have to see what Zoom meetings are available to you and what meetings are available in person because you definitely want to get to the meeting in person if you can. And of course, you know, the safety precautions uh, for the mm -hmm. pandemic should be available at that meeting. And then as many Zoom meetings as you possibly can. If you are at, lucky enough to be at home um, quarantined, hopefully in a safe place. I don't know if you guys are going to a uh, you know, safe halfway house, which is a issue outside of Narcotics Anonymous. But if you're going there, that's awesome. And if you can just be able to stay there um, and have unlimited time, go to 10 meetings a day, whatever you guys can do. Um, first thing is to get a sponsor, no matter what, you guys have to get a sponsor first. And then a network is essential, a network inside the house and definitely a network outside of the house too, because Whenever you guys get out of that, um, you know, place that you're living in, you guys have to have 
friends, it's the hardest thing to transition out of there too. And you guys don't want to be like, you know, what do I do now? I don't have friends, you know, outside of this network, which you will find at meetings and everything like that. So, but first things first is the sponsor, the meeting list, um, as many meetings as you possibly can. And just one day at a time, you know, home group is essential. You have to get the home group, no matter what. The thing I started off doing was like making coffee, being a greeter. You know what I mean? Even you can't do that on Zoom right now, but just like going to that home group is essential every week, no matter what. You have to have a home group, same meeting every week is what the home group is. Um, and you know, just one day at a time, don't be too hard on yourself, share where you're at. If you feel like using, that's normal, you're an addict. We all feel like using, share it. Um, and just like, you know, welcome. Like, I'm so glad that you're here. We are all the same. We can all relate to absolutely everything. If you feel crazy, welcome. We're all crazy. Um, share it, you know, and you guys are going to be awesome. You know, I'm so, this is the first day of the rest of your life. And this is like amazing. So many people did not make it. So many people will not make it. And you guys have made it. And that is a miracle. You know, we are all miracles. So for that, like we have to be grateful. Um, the job will come, the school will come, all that, the relationship, my God, that can come years later. Like, please don't rush that. You know what I mean? Like, just focus on you. The best thing I could do is focus on myself. The healthiest me is the best me. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste, and God bless. Mm-hmm.